And so um, I'm super excited about it. I cannot wait. I am literally signing up right now. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Erica Hinkle. And my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full-service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor. And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Let's go behind the scenes right now. Welcome to Behind the Scenes in Tidewater, and my name's Josh. My name's Erica. And uh, when I don't prompt you that I'm going to do that, we're so professional around here. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that after that? I don't know. I need to quit. It's, it's becoming nerdy, I know. Um, and uh, It's part of your charm, Josh. <laughs> we've got a, a really cool show today because, you know, sometimes I like to act like I'm big time, as you know. And then sometimes we actually do get to rub shoulders with really cool people. And today we have Lee Kara, author of the book, Unleash Your Light, and host of the live online show, Unleash Your Light. And Lee, if you would, just start out by telling us a little bit about you and what you do. Hello to Josh and Erica and to the audience. Yes, I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. And I have to say, this is my favorite topic to talk about. So (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Okay, so I uh, do an online show every week called Unleash Your Light. I have a book called Unleash Your Light. And I also have a website called Unleash Your Light. Are you sensing a pattern? There's a little bit of a pattern there. Um, (laughs) And Unleash Your Light is all about the simple things that we can each do in our everyday life to connect with that energy within us of the universe, whether you call it God, source, creator, um, Sophia Gaia, um, whatever you call that energy that's inside of each one of us. I talk about how we can do simple things in our everyday life to connect with that unconditional love, to live through it, and to integrate it in everything we do. And I think that that's the thing that changes the world because Be the Change is literally about our own self-awareness, our own self-expansion, and our own growth. But I talk about it from a real human point of view, and uh, I don't get real, I'm not big on the details and the semantics. (laughs) So I just kind of talk about it through like uh, the lens of being a human, which is something in spirituality that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, wow, that's that's awesome. I'm so excited. So before we get into the whole deep dive and, and go through everything, how can your customers reach you? Where are you located? Um, and give your website address for everyone. Beautiful. Well, I am located in the universe. <laughs> that was a real spiritual <laughs> answer, right? Um, my website is unleashyourlight.org. And um, on there, I have a link to purchase my book, whether you are in or out of the United States. I am located right here in Williamsburg. So a lot of the classes and book signings that I do are here locally. And um, I'm on Facebook. I think I'm the only Lee Kara on Facebook who is not in another country. So you can literally type in my name, L.I. Kara. But I also have an Unleash Your Light page on Facebook that if you type it in and a group, you should be able to find me. I'm fairly visible. 
Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I'm on your website now and it, it is very visible. I, can I ask who did, uh, who did the illustration for your, for your book cover? My wonderful, my youngest son, he's 16 and he is. Oh, also a I love it. And I sent him, Unleash Your Light has steps in it. And so I sent him just the title of each one of the steps. So each one of the chapters has an illustration, a simple line illustration that he did. And he, when we published the book, he got his first Library of Congress uh, illustrating credit, which was very exciting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is exciting. Well, congratulations to him. I love it. It's, the one on the cover is Have Faith. Not faith as in religion, but faith as in that knowing and belief and, and that sort of a thing. So uh, I was amazed at how he got so much emotion into a line drawing. I didn't even know that was a thing, but. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely feel it. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's becoming big time too. We're going to have him on the show soon. <laughs> yeah. You might. He's, he's about a uh, hundred typed pages into his own, uh, his own book. So. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Very cool. So um, let's back up a little bit and let's go back to a young Lee and tell us, tell us a little bit about how you ended up doing what you do now. Well, I lived a regular life. I got out of high school. I had kids, got married, had kids right away and worked in restaurants. I worked in restaurants for 27 years. But I was in a uh, bad marriage, divorce, uh, child abduction. You know, uh, I really hated myself. Like many of us walk around with this negative narrative about how we're horrible, we're failures, we're losers, we'll never be anything. Nobody actually loves me. Everybody's looking at me. Everybody can see that I'm damaged. And uh, right up until uh, my 40s, this was how I lived. But you put on your face every day, right? And you pretend like everything's fine. You have to be a mom. You have to be at work. <laughs> you know, you have to be a wife or a husband. And, and we go through life with this facade of happiness on the outside and all the while on the inside, this negative narrative that's constantly tearing us down. And um, in 2012, uh, I had an awakening. And for those of you who aren't woo-woo, 2012 was the year where this wave of energy came through and thousands and thousands and thousands of people kind of woke up and said, there's more to life than just this everyday stuff. And they started to get what people call downloads or information. And I know this all kind of sounds out there, but for those of you who have had this happen, you are not crazy. I promise you. Because Amen. Amen. When you said woo-woo, none of my friends know what woo-woo means. I love it. <laughs> it really does feel like you're crazy, right, Erica? It feels like, yes. why am I hearing this? Why am I feeling this? Why do I know that this person who just walked by me is feeling very sad? It, it's a very fascinating thing where your perspective of the world. So when I had my own awakening, it was like a bolt of lightning. And I asked, I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm asking for help. How can I serve? And I was never religious. I was never, I was the person, I was the person who would debate with the Jehovah Witnesses when they came to the door. Like that was, <laughs> that, that was an entertaining Saturday for me to, to debate this, uh, you know, religion and theology with them. They, they would put, I, they would either put my name on the do not return list or go back every week so we can convince her list. One of the other, yep. depending on, <laughs> depending yep. on who came through. <laughs> So I, um, when I, when I asked that question, 
I got like a bolt of lightning that struck me. My, it wasn't an actual bolt of lightning, but it felt that way. My whole body started to tingle and I was overwhelmed with a feeling of love that I have never felt in my life. Not from a parent, not from a child, not from a, a partner, a friend. I felt more safe. I, I felt beloved is the word. And mm. it's very similar to what you hear described in NDEs and near death uh, experiences when they talk about uh, they're on the other side and they're embraced in this white light and they just feel, it feels like home. It feels like something they never felt in their, in their humanness. And when I got that lightning bolt, I heard very clearly in my head, too many of my children are falling through the cracks because of religion. And I didn't know what the heck that meant. And then they told me, pick up a pen and start writing. And I literally, within three days, wrote the entire book, Unleash Your Light. And this was 2012, beginning of 2013. Wow. So I, basically, like, no training or anything. None. I, I was wow. uh, uh, blown away. And I was like, why am I writing this? I am a bartender at a nudist resort. Who cares what I have to say? Stop <laughs> and write. And I'm like, I am going completely crazy. They're going to put me in the nut house. Like this is absolutely insane, but I just kept writing. I felt compelled. And uh, when I finished, it's a very short, cute little book with you know a couple of steps on that, those things we can do. And when I finished the book, I said, okay, now what? They said, now do the steps. And uh, that walk, was, okay. yeah, that was probably, it, it was one of the most amazing and difficult journeys that I have ever, ever undertaken in my life. And that is the essence of spirituality is that journey into our humanness, into those things that have wounded us and to heal those from the inside out and to shift our perspective on why they happened, how they happened, and to recognize that they were happening for us to grow for us to develop. And um, so it was a very fascinating journey. When I finished it there in, in the, um, in the book, there are quotes, there are Bible quotes. It's not like religious, but there are Bible quotes. There are quotes from Buddha. And it's because all religions were sent to help us in this, in this journey of self-awareness and, uh, and awakening. And so all religions have wisdom in them but I literally uh, they said you need to go out and buy a bible because <laughs> I didn't even own a bible I was <laughs> so I went out and bought a bible and they would say go find this go find that open to this page just open randomly to put these little quotes in there mm -hmm. yeah so it was kind of an amazing journey and, and it it is a journey that never ends there's never a point in spirituality where you go I have I have arisen I have arrived at my destination and I am enlightened now uh, the destination is when we pass into the next realm, when we no longer inhabit these vessels. And so it's a constant journey of learning and expanding and growing and connecting with people um, that I'm finding so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. You're like speaking to me so much right now. I, uh, I'm going to be real. Josh doesn't even know this, um, but I had my awakening about, I would say between four and six months ago, but I don't talk about it because I'm so new on it and I'm still dealing with a lot of emotional stuff. Being an empath is the hardest thing. P p logistical people don't understand it. And it's like, I live with logistics. It, that's my job. That's the people that surround that I'm surrounded by. So it, I have a very hard time communing, communicating with people on a, uh, on an emotional level. Cause they just don't understand how I can, how how you go through life 
making decisions based on how you feel and not what's right in front of you. And it's like, I don't know how to explain that to people. <laughs> yeah. That empath thing is so, so many people are empaths without realizing it. So for the yeah. audience who aren't empaths, when you are an empath, you are basically feeling and almost hearing sometimes everyone's emotional broadcasting. So each one of us broadcasts all the time what we're thinking, what we're feeling, all of this kind of stuff. And if you think that that's weird, I want you to picture everyone knows someone who walks in the room and everyone goes, oh God, they're here. Now this person hasn't done anything, but there's an energy that they bring with them. And then there's some people who walk in the room and everything lights up and it's like sunshine, right? People who are mm. empaths feel that broadcasting from every single person. So it's like having an, uh, an AM or FM radio tuned to about 100 channels all at the same time, and you hear them all. Um, and yep. so it can be very difficult to navigate that because along with that, our own empaths' own emotions get opened up. So a lot of times with empaths, they can't differentiate other people's emotions from our own emotions. And in everyday life, everyone you meet is a mirror for something inside of you, is an issue or a wound that you have. And so that's when people say they're triggered. They're triggered because someone is reflecting something in, in them that needs a little bit of healing. And so empaths, because they are awakened and because they are challenged with this, um, with this digging into their own self-awareness, uh, unfortunately, that means that they also get confronted with a lot of people who push their buttons, who challenge them, who are right there to say, this is something you need to work on. This is something we want you to do so that you can be in our world. Yes, girl. I'm shaking my head like, yep, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, you've been quiet. What do you have? Uh, what's going on over there? Well, I mean, I, I, I think this all sounds great, but I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm new to all. I'm learning, um, but this is good. So yeah, yeah. The, the new stuff is exactly the, the people who are new to this is exactly what my book is about. So the book are these simple things that we can do and you don't have to be spiritual. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be anything except wanting to embrace empathy and kindness and compassion in your everyday life. Like the steps in the book are, you are not alone. Be nice to others. Be nice to yourself. That's a hard one, yep. by the way, be nice to yourself. Forgive others. Forgive yourself. Another very difficult thing to do. Uh, ignore your feelings. And when I say that, ignore your feelings, it's about ignoring that first reaction that comes up that I call it the primal reaction of anger or jealousy or pain or, you know, oh, these people are doing this to me. Ignore that and stop for a minute and be the observer. Um, set your mind and have faith. And so these are things that are simple that everyone can do, whether you're spiritual or not spiritual that help you connect to a different perspective on the world. So I guess my question would be from someone coming from a uh, position of ignorance is that, is it possible for someone, I mean, I mean, isn't it possible for someone to do all those things and just, you know, be a better person without having the uh, spiritual connections or is it all kind of intertwined? You can do that if you are an atheist. Because even atheists believe that there is an energy on earth. We have electricity in our brains, right? And power, energy cannot be created or destroyed. That's science. So even atheists believe that there is an energy that lights up our body, makes our brains work, moves our limbs, and that when we die, that energy goes somewhere else. 
right? And so it is literally accessing that energy that is the basis of spirituality, but you don't have to go into the spiritual path to be a nice person, to look at things differently. The, the things that those steps will help you do is to not feel like the world is out to get you. A lot of people go through life thinking that life is after me and people are doing this to get me. And you know they feel very victimized or they feel like they have to victimize so that they can dog eat dog, you know? And so this book is, is for those people who kind of go, I don't wanna exist like this anymore. It's really great for business, quite honestly. I've done um, on my show, I've, I've guest spoken on websites for people who run businesses. And it's a way to bring empathy and connection and authenticity into your business to uh, integrate these types of steps into yourself, into your employees, into your mission statement. Um, so it works for everyone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, like, yes. I kind of look at it. You know, and we even, it kind of does get right into like the whole paranormal discussion, which I know we're not going to go into that right now, but about the energies, it's like, that's how, that's how empaths are able to communicate. So if it, ne if energies never end, then yeah, then you will be able to communicate with the other side. Right. Um, and, and then I also kind of just believe in my own life. Like if you put negative behavior out there then you're putting negative energy into the world so why not make a better choice and only put positive energy because then you will you know then it's only positive energy going out absolutely and that's what changes the world like i said yeah. be the change it's all well and good to go out and to hold up a sign and to protest and to go to church every week but if you're going to church every week and being nice on the outside and thinking all these people are horrible and they're all, you know, I just want this. If you're walking around being horrible, but doing good things, it doesn't make a darn bit of difference. It's right. not the change that each of us makes. And so if we think about it, a rising tide lifts all boats. So as more people embrace unconditional love, and empathy within their own hearts, it shifts the frequency that you're putting out and it changes your physical environment. That's really connected to that law of attraction stuff, which, I mean, I have a few problems with the technical stuff, but the, the gist of it, law of attraction, creating, uh, manifesting reality, creating what comes to you, um, all of that is connected in a very interesting way because we do affect our physical environment. Einstein even said that, that a, a cell or a thing is affected when we look at it and it's affected in a different way by each person who looks at it, our own, each perspective. So it's, to me, looking at how spirituality now is being uh, opened up to and explored in the scientific realm is just one more a validation for the fact that this is what we as humans are here to do, which is to uh, go through this journey to have experiences, to love each other. I mean, if you're not religious, but one of the things that Jesus said, his last commandment, this last commandment I give to you, love one another as I have loved listening and you're Christian. It is exactly the same, the same principles that are embraced in every single religion about loving each other and loving yourself. And, and that's the change in the world. And that affects everything. Yeah. Wow. I actually wrote down a rising tide lifts all boats. I love that. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. I love your message. 
Thank you. Yeah. I'm compelled to believe me. I talk to talk, talk, talk. So I do my show. I, do my <laughs> I, t- I will talk about this for hours. I do my show every week. And um, I used to do it twice a week and I did it for an hour twice a week and I do it live. So I answer questions, it's very interactive. And uh, the topics just come to me usually the day of through synchronicities and the universe and people asking me questions and then it shows up two or three times. But I, uh, I went for a while and was broadcasting at, a, at a, a page that no longer exists. And I had to cut my show down to a half an hour once a week. It was the hardest thing to make myself stop talking at <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> Uh, no, but that's good. Cause I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure that you've come across skeptics or people that just don't understand, which it's fine. You know, that's, that's fine. But I just, I get the feeling that you're just kind of able, I mean, you're very knowledgeable. Um, and you, I love how you bring science into it and it just seems like, I don't know. Do, do you find yourself turning skeptics a lot? To be honest with you, it's very interesting. I, I've been broadcasting for about three years, so I've met some very shall we say, interesting people in the spiritual realm on Facebook. And spirituality encompasses so many different belief systems. It's kind of like there's many, many paths. If you put into your Google Maps a direction or a destination, there could be a thousand different paths to get to that destination. If you take a right instead of a left, it'll reroute you back towards the destination. So we all have the destination as unconditional love. And there's so many paths to it. So there's shamanism and there's the Galactic Federation of Light and there are people who are into Reiki and there are people into crystals and there are people who do healing energy. Like um, it, it, it dizzies the mind, literally. So I've met some very interesting people to say the least. And um, they talk a lot and I see in their shows a lot, they do get a lot of people who come on and they throw stones and they're rude and they troll. I, knock on wood, have not had any of that. And I think a lot of it is my intention that I set and the fact that I kind of stay in the realm of the emotional the emotional effects on us as humans. I talk about the human experience through a spiritual lens and through a lens of healing that doesn't get bogged down in the details. One of the things I say a lot is details derail. And if you're so busy looking at the details, you often miss the big picture. And this, once again, works in business because we've all been in a business meeting where somebody starts talking about the details of who's going to get this done before the vision is even finished. Mm -hmm, And that mm. happens so much in spirituality and they use it for distraction. Many people in spiritual community will dig down into the knowledge and not dig down into feeling what it is. They get hung up on knowing and not on feeling. And, and it's a distraction from dealing with those really painful things that a lot of people don't want to deal with in themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> uh, so uh, I have like so many questions. Josh, do you have, so, do you have a question? I have so many. <laughs> well, I have like, I have like 10, but I, um, I, I'm trying to, why don't you go ahead and we'll just see how this goes. <laughs> so. I, I I'm looking at our time and I'm, and I'm, and you know, and, and I know, I know there's some things that we definitely got to get to. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah for let, sure. Let's just keep rolling. Okay. Well, so one of the reasons why I really kind of got into this is because, um, and I, not like I want to tell people my age, but I'm 37. And, uh, so I'm like, well into my thirties at this point. And I got a just, decade on you. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I just, what well, I feel I'm kind of upset at myself that I did not have the awakening sooner because I feel so much better. 
one of my, one of the biggest issues for me was like, people always have told me that my feelings are wrong or my thought process is wrong, or I'm too much. I'm too excited. I'm too lazy. I'm too, you know, and I just, it it got to the point where I was like, I cannot be wrong about myself. Like I can't, I can't be wrong about this. That is the perfect answer. (laughs) (laughs) So I just shed, I shed so many layers of like, of all of these things that people, and because I do care about what people say about me, it was really hard. So my biggest problem wasn't necessarily like learning that about myself. I always knew that I was right in my head, but I just never could admit it. My hardest part is the loss of the people I had to let go. The -hmm. people that were not going to, um, they just weren't going to be positive for me you know they're just not a positive um, thing because the other thing about empaths is if you surround yourself with negative people you will become negative there's nothing you don't even have a control over it it just happens Mm -hmm. and and then all of a sudden you're just mean and yelling at people and you're like why am I like this and you realize oh my god my best friends are all negative yeah so I I had to um I had to shed some things yeah, and that that's been the hardest part for me. I'm still to this very day, uh, still dealing with that, yeah. with the loss of losing people that I cared about. Of course. Shedding judgment is one of the most uh, difficult things to do. There's a quote from RuPaul. And if you, if y'all don't know who RuPaul is, go out and watch Drag Race. Okay. Yeah. RuPaul's other, great. <laughs> RuPaul says other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And that really resonates with me. There's another one that's from a, a series called She's Got Habit. Uh, I am defining myself for myself. Okay. And so I do shows about losing friends, losing family, family members in, in this awakening. Because what happens is, as I was saying earlier, people are a mirror for our issues, right? And they're brought into our lives so that we can see where we need to work on things. Like whether it's a romantic partner or whether it's a friend, if you think of each of those things as being shaped in a particular shape, I'm a shape and they're a shape with their issues. And we fit together as friends, as family, as, as love, uh, loved ones, because we have complementary and repelling issues. So if you're someone who never feels heard, you will probably be with someone who never listens. And so that's mm. work on those issues. Now, if you start working on your issues, Picture yourself changing shape. So now you no longer feel heard. You feel like your words matter, but this other person is still in the shape of not listening. And it gives us that space. Now we don't fit together the same way. Exactly. And and, and now you're in a space of, do I, am I okay with that? Because we can accept the faults of others if we recognize it faults, the, the issues that others have and still be in a loving relationship with them. Or is it too much for me? And do I need to forgive them and and move off? And sometimes they will fall off organically because they're not getting the input and the reaction from you that they need to continue to fuel their issue. And it can be a very difficult thing to watch people that you love fall off, but they were there for you to heal and you healed. And then it's up to them whether they still want to be in a, in a friendship relationship, family relationship with you. It's a right. common thing in, in the community. And, and there's nothing, uh, you, you had your awakening exactly when you were supposed to. That's yeah. That's what my spiritual healer says. 
I was 42 <laughs> when I had my wedding. I turned 50 this year. So, I mean, I spent most of my life feeling hateful. I was a cutter. I, I self-harmed. I was wow. up into 42. I have scars up and down my arms and my legs. And, and, you know, of course I feel like, damn, if I had only recognized this earlier, my whole life would be different. But if my whole life was different, then I would not have developed and formed and learned and been you know, molded into the shape that I am right now, which is fluffy and squishy, but it's exactly the shape that I'm supposed to be in this moment. Yeah, that's amazing. I just love that. So I'm sure you probably changed people's lives, you know, in your group. I mean, you've got over a thousand, almost 2000 followers on your, on your group is tell me about some of those things, like um, the rewards to, to being able to help people through this journey. Yeah, it's very fascinating because people pass through when they need the message that I'm giving. And sometimes they're in every show for months and sometimes they only come to one. And that's just that little boost that they needed. I I find that when I do a show on a a particular topic, say it's um, like we were just talking about family relationships and, and healing those. One of the shows that I do every year is how not to murder your family over the holidays. And so, <laughs> so when I do that show, when I have those moments, um, I, I have a, a meetup group that we do once a month here in Williamsburg. And I so that have gone to that this year. I'll just tell that. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> Christmas oh is hard. So normally, anyway, go ahead. Normally when I do the meetup group, there's 20, 30, 40, 50 people that show up. But the November group had five people that showed up for this particular topic. But there was one person in the group that needed that message that was having so much turmoil with their family that they were going to skip the holidays because of what was going on and the names they had been called and the pain that they went through and and they just wanted to throw everything away. And we had this discussion and, and she was very resistant. People are very resistant to their own change and accountability. And that's not to place blame, but rather to see ourselves through the eyes of the observer. And after sitting with it for a while, the next time I saw her, the following month she came and she told me that they had the most amazing holiday, that she went in with a completely different perspective and energy to the situation. And even those who were still kind of throwing stones at her were slightly shifted <laughs> in their in their anger and their 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 as she called it burning hatred towards her because of the way that she presented herself because of the fact that she changed her perspective and her behavior and her thoughts on it. And uh, those are the stories that they just they warm my heart. You know, they they give me warm squishies inside yeah that's wonderful I mean it's it can be it's kind of like the bully or whatever you know if you just um what's that saying uh kill them with kindness that kind of thing they end up looking silly when they're still being negative and you're just you know showering them with positive which is hard for that person it is hard for and and really it's a recognition it's a recognition that their bullying comes from a place of pain within them Mm-hmm. So when you can look at them and go, wow, like you must be so hurting inside to lash out at everyone like that, to be so rude to people, to, to walk around with that much pain, you must be living in your own private hell. And I feel for you. And when you can look at their behavior through that, you don't even have to shift to a behavior of kindness towards them outwardly. If you shift your energy about that, 
it affects them because they have that same, you know, divine energy inside of them that you do. And they're living through their own wounds. And so just to shift how you see their behavior starts to change everything in the room. And you never have to have a conversation with it. And you don't even have to go out of your way to be nice to them on the exterior. It's just that energy of understanding and empathy that starts to shift the situation. Mm, totally. Totally. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, do you have a... um? Do you want to go into the the community involvement, or I don't know what we are on time. I wasn't looking. Um, we're doing okay. Yeah. So I, I do know that Lee wanted to mention uh, someone that uh, a good cause that she supports in the Tidewater area. Absolutely. I um now on my personal journey, um I I moved here about four years ago, and um I, to the Williamsburg area from Florida. And uh, I looked, I Googled spirituality in Williamsburg for three years and found nothing, 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 nothing. It is very much under the table. It is very much spoken of in the shadows. Like you were saying, Erica, you don't even want to tell people what you're going through and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of people are feeling that way. And uh, I connected with a local spiritual center called Unity Williamsburg Spiritual Center. And um, it's, it's, a church, but it's not really a church. It's really about the connectedness and being the presence of God, the light, divine, whatever you call it, everywhere you go and embracing that energy that we've been talking about. And so they are so kind as to let me use their facilities for my monthly meetup, um, the spiritual and intuitive development group. We're on meetup, but uh, we meet the first Monday of every month. But this is an amazing space to go with a room full of like-minded people. And I was so shocked. First of all, I turned, like I said, I turned 50 this year. I was the youngest person in the room. And wow. so I had no idea that there was such an interest in the spirituality, new thought, um, the embracing of the, the divine energy without being tied up in the dogma of regular religion. I had no idea that, that people of all generations did that. So that was very eye-opening to start with. Um, but it's just an amazing place to be. So those of you out there who are in this area, who like to have that connection of community within spirituality, this is a good place to go because it is very hard to find like-minded people. And one of my missions, one of my missions that the universe has given me is to bring spirituality out of the shadows and to bring it out so that people are proud to say, I'm spiritual and to not be hurt by the stones that may be thrown or by the crooked eyebrow and the, you know, the sarcastic questions, oh, are you going to start talking to ghosts? I might, you better watch out. You know, I mean, if you're embracing it, it doesn't matter what people say to you, you're living your truth. And that is really, I want people to live their truth loudly and proudly. And so that's part of what I do by putting on, you know, going and teaching classes at the nursery and, and holding these meetings, uh, you know, at Unity. And it's just an amazing, an amazing place to be. They have a website, Unity Williamsburg, Dot com you can go to they have a Facebook page all that kind of stuff but it, it's just really heartwarming to see people of all ages and all thought processes and even all denominations they come from Catholic Methodist Episcopalian Buddhist and atheists that come and and really are able to have that community of minds when more than two people get together it creates a mastermind and when mm. they're all focused on the same energy, it definitely creates this feeling that is very hard to recapture as a singular practitioner, if anything. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's like a whole like, I don't know, where everyone gets goosebumps at the same time. Oh, and... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So um, what would, would you say that there's any like myths or misconceptions about what you do or that you would like to explain or, or, or talk about? Yes, absolutely. Oh, please. I'll talk about anything you want. Yes. So when you say that you're you spiritual, but not religious, that's a very popular answer these days. Oh, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Where does, where does that go from there? Like, what's the next step in that people kind of nowadays, they just kind of go, Oh, whatever. But if you start to elaborate on that, you will get looked at sideways. People think that it's you're Wiccan. They think you're a witch. Here in Williamsburg, there's still mm-hmm. laws on the books against witchcraft. Yeah. So <laughs> those of you who don't know, there is a crystal shop here in Williamsburg. It's been there, I don't know, 20, 30 years called uh, Fossils, Sticks and Stones or Sticks, Stones and Bones or something like that. And um, they are a crystal shop. And But people who have lived here don't even know that. People in the spiritual community even, because they have been, uh, you know, so scared to step out into that realm, even though they do it on the down low. Right. But recently, a new store opened up called the Green Cauldron that's down between Tuano and Williamsburg. Oh, that's my my friend's friend. You actually were mutual friends, uh, Katie. You know Katie. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. And and that place has opened up. It opened up, I think, in October or September or something. And uh, she has had amazing business. Yeah. And she's got these beautiful teas and mixtures and crystals. And, and it's because she stepped in fully without fear of judgment from the community. And I think that really spirituality is just about stepping into love and living through the energy of love that is the energy of the universe. And to go back to science for just a minute. So scientists, there's an energy in the universe that's like a frequency, right? And so you see it on a chart, like frequency, bloop, bloop, those lines, right? The Mm -hmm. energy of the universe, the energy that they detect in ambient space, the Hubble Hubble telescope has detected, is the exact same frequency and wavelength that they find in Buddhist monks when they meditate on unconditional love. It's the exact same frequency frequency whoa um they actually did an experiment in dc so for those of you who've who've lived in the area for a while you know that back in the 70s and 80s dc could be a very scary place to go and it was like one road you're you're at the smithsonian and there's all these tourists and if you go down another road you better hold on to your purse and watch out because it's shady it's not like that now now you can walk almost every street you know in the main areas without a problem but they did this experiment where they brought in like hundreds of Buddhist monks and they had them meditate on peace for six weeks in the area. And it literally dropped the crime rate. crime rate. Now they didn't go out and proselytize. They didn't go out and preach. They didn't go talk to people. They literally sat in a room and meditated on peace in the area. And it dropped the crime rate because they were broadcasting that energy and it affected everything around them. So really, spirituality is not about doing it one way, doing it another way. You have to have a crystal in your hand and hit this singing bowl, and none of that matters. The thing that matters about spirituality is embracing and recognizing the unconditional love that we all carry as that energy of God, the light, Gaia, whatever you like to call it. Namaste literally means the light in me recognizes the light in you. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much exactly how my awakening went was just 
understanding that I don't need, there's no reason I need to listen to all these people telling me that I'm whatever they think I am. I, you know, that totally, totally get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, well, my great. <clears throat> well, we're getting towards the end of our episode and I, every episode we, you know, our show is called behind the scenes and Tidewater. And we like to go behind the scenes with our guests. So if you could just maybe share something that the average listener of ours wouldn't know and go behind the scenes for a moment. Well, I know I've mentioned several times that I do classes and teachings. I have my live show, but I am right at the beginning stages in the midst of planning a big event. And I have not spoken of this publicly at all with anyone except for those, uh, those teachers, those people that I want to bring in, bring in. So I'm planning an event for April. It is going to be a day of spiritual empowerment. And uh, it's probably going to run from about 10 until four or five. I'm going to bring in speakers who are going to talk about how we can integrate this energy into our daily life. So we'll have someone who speaks on uh, movement, yoga, nutrition, um, dancing, these kind of things to connect with that energy. I'm going to speak on unconditional love of self, which is my very favorite topic within spirituality. I think it's the most important thing we can do is learn to love ourselves as we are. Um, I'm going to have a local uh, person come in. I don't want to drop the names too quickly, but someone who's going to talk about getting that connection through nature and and connecting with mother, mother Gaia, goddess, however you like to say it. And then another person who's going to talk about connecting with that intuition, like you were talking about, Erica, with empaths and hearing things and, the, and even the paranormal talking to the other side, recognizing your spirit guides and how to hear that. I do a show about hearing the divine voice, and it can be very difficult to pick out from all the voices in our head. But that's what we're going to talk about. And we'll have lunch served. And it's going to be in April. So anyone who wants information can go to my website, unleashyourlike.org and sign up to get updates. And that way, when I put it forward, we're only going to have a hundred people. So it's going to be a very like intimate type of situation. And so um, I'm super excited about it. I cannot wait. I am literally signing up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me ask, uh, do you have a venue already? We, we're going to hold it at Unity Williamsburg Spiritual Center. It is okay. in, off of Page and Peniman in, uh, in Williamsburg. It's super easy to get to. So it's, it's kind of central between the Richmond area, the Newport News area. If you like to drive, you can come from Virginia Beach. I do not like the tunnel personally. I get a little, that's one of my anxieties that I'm working on through my spiritual practice. <laughs> that tunnel just scares the heck out of me. And I have not, fa- I know people keep telling me, oh, there's a bridge, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, my mom doesn't like tunnels either. And that one's just a pain in the butt anyway, so that's probably the best. <laughs> so um, is there anything, I know where you're, you've got this going on, but is there anything um, else that'll be coming out in the future uh, that you want to share? Signing. I do have a book signing coming up this Saturday, which is, uh, let me think, February 1st. And um, it's yes. going to be at the Book Warehouse in the Prime Outlets in Williamsburg. 
and I'll be there signing my books. The book sales, if you come there, they go through the bookstore. Um, so I'm happy to sign uh, sign anything, chat. I'm going to be filming little segments for uh, for my show for to put together and, and make little videos about spirituality and the questions that you have. And I just like to chitty chat. So y'all can come out and talk to me about anything you want to talk about. Yes. I love that. <laughs> That's from noon to three, noon to three. I, I, you know, if, if nobody comes, I might leave a little bit early, but from noon to three ish. And um, I'm really excited. They're super nice there. And uh, Ralph is, has been really accommodating. I had one like a month ago and I had that flu thing that's going around y'all. That uh, is knocking people flat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my both of my kids had it. Um, I, for some reason, I did not get it, but my husband and my kids got it. So, Harsh. whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. Mama Bear didn't get it. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, are there any deals, discounts, or coupons that you're offering to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so my book is nine ninety five. If you order it through my publisher, through Instagram, or if you come out. Uh, to the to the event. Obviously, if you come to the to the book signing, you'll get it. You'll pay tax. And then uh, not to discourage you from coming to the book signing, but if you want to order it directly from me through Facebook, $10 flat, I'll include the shipping here in the Tidewater area, or we can meet up, no tax, no nothing. I'll eat that and, um, and cover all the costs of that. And I'll sign it for you as well. If you can't make it to the book signing. So, wow. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Yeah, that's great. And cool. again, how can uh, people reach you and, uh, make sure to give your um, email address. Uh, you can reach me at unleashyourlight.org is one way you can sign up for the newsletter. There is a spot there to email me or to message me through Facebook there. My email address is hello at unleashyourlight.org. You can certainly send me something there. The quickest way to get to me though is on Facebook because that is the main way that I do my show and connect with uh, with people who are looking for the message. Uh, once again, I'm L-I, Kara, C-A-R-A, Lee Kara, or just type in Unleash Your Light and it should pop right up. I'm the only Unleash Your Light and I'm the only Lee Kara <laughs> in the area. So. Well, that's it guys. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes in Tidewater. Want to share something with us or be a guest on the show? Send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, and subscribe our podcast to help us grow. And listen for more deals, discounts, and wisdom from the best businesses in the Tidewater area.